This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Today, the photographer who can get the biggest stars to strike a pose will meet 10-year-old Miles Minishata. Plus, the women behind the Feel Good podcast, I've had it, Jennifer Welch and Angie Pumps Sullivan. And Bethany Frankel opening up about marriage and if a wedding is in her future. We're talking about it. So it's today with Hoda and Jenna. It all starts right now. of July. Happy you're here. Happy, happy you're here. Happy you're here. No, I'm quite happy that you're here. <laughs> How are you? How are you? What's going on? Did you have a good evening? Yes, I did. I had a nice, <laughs> nice evening. Oh, I'm happy to hear I, that. I, I'm, I have been, one thing I've been doing over and over and over and over every night is I'm play, trying to play my guitar so I can play landslide. Yeah. And Every day before I go to bed, I play for just like 15 minutes. Yes. And I play usually when I wake up for 15. And I have to tell you, it reminds you that if you practice, you do get better. It I still know. doesn't sound like landslide, but it will. It's getting close. It's getting closer. It's so true. It's like what our parents said when yes. we were little. is like the more you practice, the better you are. Sometimes you don't want to hear that. But it's the truth at anything in life. I've been trying to teach my kids the thing about practicing and also about not giving up. Like, you know, I remember there was a story of a little girl who was playing in a violin recital and it just was not a good recital. She was 10 or 12 or something. And her parents were like, oh, my God, it was the worst recital. Oh, no, 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 no. And my sister asked them, did she finish? And they said, what? Did she finish yeah. the piece? And they, she, they said, yes. She said, They'll be fine. Yeah. She'll be fine. Finish what you start. Yes. Like, that's the lesson. Yeah. You know, and I keep thinking about that. And it's such a good lesson, yeah. too, that it's never too. I think sometimes I'm like, gosh, I wish I could yeah. paint. Yes. Or I wish I could. Like your dad yeah. painted. Like we could do things. Yeah. If my dad did it in his 60s. Yes. Then you can do it in yes. your 40s. It's like, why not find that one? There's this author who writes about the unicorn space. Yeah. Um, Eve Rotsky. And yeah. it's all about finding that, like, really fun thing. And I, for me, it was reading, although now I'm like, I'm kind of working You're in reading. It, right. So what is like What's the other my thing? hobby? Yes. And yours is guitar, guitar right now. It is. And it's fun. And also um, what else? cooking. You're baking a lot of cool things. That's I am. I, am. I believe you're also interested in hacks. Okay. You know what? Now you're being mean. <laughs> no, you're a hack. I'm a you're hack aficionado. You're, you're a hacker. You're somebody that just loves a hack. I do love a hack. It's true. I love when well, I see okay. them. You I'm fall fascinated. in love with things, including <laughs> hacks. And that's a beautiful thing about you. All right. So our friend Bethany Frankel's opening up about her relationship. She's engaged to her fiance. She's been engaged for a couple years now. And now everybody keeps asking, well, when's the wedding date? When's yeah. the wedding date? So she decided that she's in no rush to get married. Throwing back that drink and telling the truth. That's what she does. Don't you love that she about Bethany? Truth. By the way, truth teller. Yeah. Truth teller. She sure does. Yeah. But I, here's the thing. 
Well, I like, I love the end of that statement. I don't, because you know, in life, when people are like, well, what are you going to do? Or, so you, now you're engaged. When are you going to get married? Mm-hmm. The easy thing is just to follow sort of the social yeah. norms yes. or yes. to get through a wedding for yes. your parents. Or yes. your, she's like, I don't, I don't want to need to. Right. So therefore I'm other. not going to, and probably like, stop asking me. <laughs> and I think commitment is what you think it is. Like, I think if you are committed to your life partner yeah. as uh, you know, there are several couples who live their lives that way. Everyone talks about Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell or um, Enrique Iglesias and Anna Kornikova <laughs> or some others that I can't recall. We were like, there's not that many. The, 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 the sort of golden the couple. was was like, there's just one. And everyone's like, see, it does work. Yeah. But actually, there are more than that. And again, like relationships are different. Yes. You do you. Why yeah. does it, you do you, if yeah, it makes totally. you happy, do it. Wait, don't you think it's kind of weird in our society? And I, I do it too. I mean, and obviously if somebody gets engaged, the question is going to be when you get married, but like, why are we rushing everybody to do everything? We're I remember rushing. being in high school and people being like, well, where are you going to go to college? So like where, where are you going to go? What are you going to do? And then in college, so what are you going to do for your job? Right. What are you going to do? And when you get, when you get engaged, when are you going to get married? Yeah. When are you going to have kids? Yeah. When are you going to do this? Yes. When are you going to do that? And it happens professionally too. You write a book. When's your next book? Yes. My next book? Yes. I just, I, I just, just finished. So what's next on what's your plate? What's next? You're what's like, next on your plate? What's like, next? By the way, I might ask that question of every celebrity at the end of the interview. So what do you have next? Yeah. That's crazy. I know. But we do it with everything. We're already talking about back to school sales and it's July. I know. Like we already had the Rockettes on I know. because it's six months till Christmas or whatever it is. We're but celebrating I think the Olympics because it's a year, year away. Out. I think that's how we think. It's like, I'd like things to look forward to, Me too. but I think we have to learn like not to rush, but things. also like rushing our kids, yes. you know, to worry about what we the next that. thing is, yes. as opposed to just like Be being here. here, enjoying high school, not wor- I mean, worried about what the next step is. And I, everybody does it because it's a societal norm. Yeah, so, I think it I is. I don't know, Bethany Frankel, how you brought us there, well, but, th- but we thank appreciate you, it. And we wish you well. We okay. It. Dolly Parton is going to rock, man. You know, she's got this, she's got new music yes. and there's uh, her latest music release and this is something that Dolly is doing with NBC for the Olympics. Isn't it is amazing? a song. It's okay. a cover. And she, you know, she has that collaboration, right? She has this whole new cover of special rock songs. So the first one is We Are the Champions. Dolly and the Olympics. That got me excited Nothing. for everything. How about her gold, silver, and bronze Only dresses? Do- do- Dolly could wear the gold, silver, and bronze so well. Gosh, she's amazing. She's amazing. Okay. What's your favorite cover? Do you have a, well, minus the new Indigo Girls, which we would continue to play, the Brandy Carlisle. I've played that nonstop. I sent it to everyone. I can't stop. How playing did it. the men of the eight feel about you constantly playing it today? I think the only people, woman. I walk into the studio early in the morning playing my music because I like it. It, makes, it soothes are. me. Yeah. And they're like, what is that? Sometimes they're polite and sometimes they're like, okay. How did the men feel when you I don't know. They, I, think to bang it on. I think their ears were bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like that kind of music. I love it. And coming up next, Jen and I are going to taste test some buzzy food trends. Yeah, we're going to decide if they're yuck or yum after this. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. 
Learn more at funturns50.com. Alpha One Niner, commence Wi-Fi device checklist. Laptops on. TVs streaming. Game console consoling. Smart thermostat set for cuddle time. Doorbell camera. Oh, my package is here. Fast, reliable, able to power tons of devices inside your home at once. All systems go. You are clear for takeoff. This is Xfinity Internet. Wi-Fi built to wow. And watch the short film, The Aviators. Now playing at Xfinity.com. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and are not guaranteed. All right, it is that time, isn't it? It sure is. It's the time when our producers have to watch us try out some unique food combos and snacks in a segment we like to call... Yuck or yum. So our culinary producer, Katie Stilo, is here to help us out. Hi, Katie. Katie, are these more yuck or more yum? I mean, it depends what you think. I think Jenna might like a few of them. Oh, honestly. Okay. That so means they're, they're, they're the kind cheese of, department. Yes. Exactly. Okay. okay. So let's get your paddles. paddles. We'll get ready. Okay. The first one, it comes to us from Neil Patrick Harris. Oh. So he said to New York Mag that this is something that he ate. It is an almond butter, strawberry jelly, Dorito, English muffin. Oh, my okay. word. This is he not says, something I was expecting, but either. I'm, I'm kind of into this, selfishly. But you kind of are? Yeah. You I are. love a Dorito. Do you have a taste of it? No. I left it for you guys. <laughs> Neil claims that it adds an umami crunch, and he says that the Doritos help balance out the almond butter and the jelly. What do we think? Mm. Is this a yuck, or is this a yuck? I like it way yuck. more than I thought. Oh, okay. That's a yum. Miles gave us a thumbs up, too. Miles is into mm. it. Okay. Mm. That's I'm good. Surprised. Moving on to our next one. You might have seen this on the internet. This is the viral. <laughs> Why is it white right here? Because it's processed cheese and sometimes the color is a little, we're not going to get into that. But anyways, Burger King Thailand um, came up with this. It is their well. real <laughs> cheeseburger. There's no burger involved in this. It's literally 20 slices of cheese. I think I might get sick. Yeah. Um, honestly, I love old cheese. You couldn't bite that no, if you I, I, Yeah. Oh, You're going to have to. Have to. Have Someone to. has to. I'm not going to yeah. use the restroom for seven weeks. Oh <laughs> <laughs> no. It's just like eating American cheese. I mean, slices. I love cheese, too, but this takes too it too much? far. Okay. Burger King did get good feedback, and it says that they're going to release a real meat burger in the next week. So we'll have to yeah, try that. We're yeah, we're going to do that together. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, wow. Burger King. Real meat burger? Oh, we don't know. Wow. Happened. It's just hitting me. It's what? really, really. That cheese? <laughs> That's really hard. As a kid, child, I might have liked that. It's just a lot. Okay, it's well, just a lot. Maybe you'll like this is a little palate cleanser. This is the TikTok phenomenon of crispy freeze-dried candies. So here we have Wait, Skittles. Wait, Wait, no, no, no. Back up. What are you talking about? <laughs> People are buying these dehydrators and then putting their favorite candies in there and they're taking out the winter. And so then which is what? Up. Show us which is what. So this is the caramel apple pops. These are peach rings. These are high chews and these are Skittles. I had Skittles last week. It's, Skittles. I think the Skittles are so delicious because I don't really like the crunch of it, like the chew of a Skittle, but I like like the tartness. Mm. Oh, like, I think that's pretty good. Yeah, that'd be my that'd be yum to me. I'm curious is, to see like how the peach ring. And this yeah. is an apple. This is a caramel apple lollipop. What do you mean a caramel apple lollipop? I don't even know what that is. Like a like a tootsie oh, wow. pop. It's really sweet. Oh, wow. whoa. Oh, yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. Sorry, no. A Skittle is the perfect size. Wait, we're going to try Go for okay. it. Wait, we, yuck or yum? Um, yuck yuck for yum. some of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yum, yum oh. for the Skittles. This tastes like medicine. Medicine? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. <laughs> Coming up next, a 10-year-old who is a photography star in the making. We are going to meet Miles Minashata, and we're going to get to see some of the photos he snapped of us. 
He's pretty talented. We're going to talk with him. Behind the scenes. Oh, yeah, Miles. Let's go, Miles. Okay, as parents, we're always telling our children that they can do anything they set their minds to, and you are about to meet a kid who's taking that advice. Yeah, bring your kids into the room, because he's a 10-year-old self-taught photographer from Maryland. Take a look at how he's turned his passion for photography into a very cool career. Meet Miles Minishada. Don't let his small stature fool you. There's a reason this kid calls himself the world's youngest professional photographer. Miles picked up his first camera at age two, and at six years old, he landed a job photographing New York Fashion Week. Today, you can find Miles telling celebrities like Sweetie, Nikki Hilton, and Yara Shahidi to strike a pose. While he loves being behind the lens at big events, he particularly enjoys photographing the world around him. A rising star making a name for himself in a profession filled with grown-ups. So wow! And his mom high-fiving Shay Moore. They're here with us this morning. Welcome, uh, hi Miles. guys. Hi, Miles. <laughs> two years old, and you picked up a camera. What was it that drew you to photography? You drew me to photography. <laughs> she did? How did your I, mom? I used to be a model. She used to be the photographer. Oh. Every time, I kept I kept taking the camera from her. Oh. And then at two, I was starting to like learn the camera. I'm like, what is this? And then at three, I was like, oh, learn this. Like, really trying to shoot. It shows you that what our parents do, we model, right, Shay? I mean, yes. he, he must have seen something in you yeah. that he wanted to, uh, to be. Yes, I um I had him with me all the time at photo shoots, and then like he said, he was a model, so I was taking pictures of him, and he would just grab the camera, and I'm like, "What are you doing? This is expensive. Put it down. Yeah, be careful. You know <laughs> exactly. You know what's so interesting because a lot of kids could have grabbed the camera and just shot crazy stuff, but there's something special about you, Miles. You have an eye, so when you look through the mm-hmm. lens, the viewfinder, what are you looking for? How do you know when it's time to click the button? When they're in the right pose and lighting, there's also this feature in the camera. It's like a little, like, square usually. It's usually a square, and they go like, (laughs) like, that's how I know them. That's how you know. Like, usually I just, I just, like, I don't press it, like, but I press it like, you kind of click it. But, like, you also take nature. You look at nature, and you see something that catches your eye. What are you looking for? Nature is my most amazing thing. There's just so many, so much stuff out here that's amazing. And I'm looking for all, all of that stuff. And some some of the people on there might have saw the carpet drive. So that was actually in my backyard. Yeah, oh. it's just something. You know you what's saw. so funny, um, Shay, is that I feel like kids see the beauty and, and he definitely does. Mm-hmm. And objects that sometimes adults don't even pay attention to. Yeah, we walk to. right past yeah, them. Does he inspire yeah. you? Do his photographers, <laughs> his photographs inspire you? They do. Um, they make me look at the world differently. Um, there are a couple shots. So it's sometimes he'll say, I'll go in the backyard. And I look at the pictures that he took and I say, where is that? Where is <laughs> that? Right. Because I've never seen it in the backyard. And I just, you know, I don't see what he sees. A lot of times I used to say, let me make sure you got the shot. Let me see what you captured. Yeah. And I'm like, 
Never mind. You yeah. got it. By the way, you have not been, like, some moms are stage moms. You just let your son. We've yeah. been watching you today. <laughs> he does his thing, and you're just there as just to help him out. And, Miles, you took some pictures of us today. You were very, you were behind the scenes. You came in our secret meeting. Wow. Oh, we love that. Look at, look at you. Can we frame that one? Oh, that's my croissant. Oh, you got me it. in my happy place. Oh, my God. Well, you, that's a beautiful how do you, picture of How Buddha. did you even know what you were doing? You took that one? Mm-hmm. Miles. Um, we have a guy here named Photonate who's starting to feel uncomfortable. Photonate uh, <laughs> takes all of our pictures. Photo. Photo oh, he just, wait, Photonate, wait, hold on. Photonate just away. put his cameras down. No, no, no. no. Don't worry, Photonate. Photonate, he's got talent, right? So much of it. He's a so much talent. And that's from a pro who's been shooting here for a long time. Well, we're proud of you, Miles. How long has he been shooting for? He's been. Sh- how long have you been shooting for? Seven, seven, seven years. We were shooting for the same Seven years on this show. He just said we've been shooting for the same amount of time. Because he started. <laughs> he, started <laughs> he said he better hurry up. Uh, oh, my God. Great job. And great being. What a, what a mom you are, Shay. Know, wow, you're an incredible amazing. mother. Coming up next, guys, we've got uh, a designer. One's a lawyer, and together they're known as Jen, Jen and Pops. Okay, they're the ladies behind the funny hit podcast, I've Had It. And we're going to meet him right after this. Okay, whether you are a true crime junkie, obsessed with a TV show, or you just want to laugh... We've got the perfect podcast for you. Yeah, so today we're kicking off a brand new series to let you in on some of the best podcasts you may be missing, and we're calling it Hoda and Jenna's Hot Pods. Okay, our inaugural very first uh, pod comes to us from two best friends in Oklahoma who have one thing to say. I've had it. Let me tell you what I've had it with. Okay. Non-graduation graduations. It's the worst Jennifer Welch and Angie Sullivan, better known as Jen and Pumps, have turned their long friendship of rigorous honesty into one of the hottest podcasts around. We would like to welcome you to I've Had It, a podcast about positivity (laughs) and petty grievances and sharing light episode after episode of unmitigated rage. (laughs) After Pumps, a lawyer in Oklahoma, hired Jen, an interior designer almost 30 years ago, they immediately became an inseparable and entertaining duo. And when it comes to you, I'm incredibly nosy. Codependent. (laughs) Yeah, totally. That too. And you, me. Their teenage kids suggested they turn their constant phone calls venting about life into a podcast. And so they launched I've Had It this past October. In less than a year, the show has hit the top of the podcast charts, made headlines with celebrity guests like Kelly Osbourne and the Pioneer Woman. The phrase that gets me, 10 years ago, I married my best friend. <laughs> I have had it. And captured the attention of countless fans like, I'm sorry, Rihanna, and announced a multi-city tour with a special stop right here for us. <laughs> wow! Okay, y'all, thank you for being here. Y'all have blown you up. You blew, you blew up before Hot Pods. Yeah, y'all were big. big <laughs> Seriously, big, big. you've been on fire, and it yeah. all started just with an organic friendship. Yeah. Yes. Talk about how how y'all met. I heard there was some ro- slight roasting. <laughs> well, she. 
I hired her to do my house and she walks in and I said, I'm a terrible decorator. You just do what you want. I just, I don't have good taste, whatever. And she said, well, I know why you have bad taste. You have silk flowers on your table (laughs) and a picture of silk flowers on your wall. That's the worst. And I mean, (laughs) I fell head over heels in love immediately. I was like, that is the best. I mean, for this to take off, it's more like you guys had phone calls and your kids said, why don't you make a podcast? There are a million people who've been told you should have a podcast, but yours took off and got all this traction. How did you know that something was hitting? Well, I think that right now in the Instagram world, everybody has filters on them. It's all these inspirational quotes. Nobody has time for that. It's not sustainable. It's so much more fun to trash talk. It's so much more therapeutic. We all know it. So let's just own it and do some, you know, high quality trash talk. Y'all are also just hitting things that are so, like, we just had that one example of the graduation for, like, Uh, first graders. Yeah, first graders. What is that about? That's not even a big year. How can you not graduate from preschool? Like, doesn't everyone? Yeah. Why are we celebrating the lowest bar thing? Preschool graduation. it has to end what because else? these kids are going to be monsters. What else have you? Um, <laughs> what else have you had it with recently? Oh um, TSA. We've always oh, had it with TSA. And what's the issue there? Everything. Well, I'll tell you. On our flight here to New York yesterday, I had it with you. We're on a plane. <laughs> Our flight's delayed, and the lady comes on, and she's doing an announcement about a repair they're doing on the plane, and this woman sticks her hand up oh, in no, the air on the airplane, and I'm like. We have a brand. She said it was a good question. You were talking a total Karen. I know I was. I was. was What was the question? She was like, so if the flight gets canceled, are you going to rebook us? Which one thing I've had it with are stupid questions. It was a complete You know what? She was just okay. wondering if she could make it to the Today <laughs> Show, okay? Like, what if we don't get there? And I was like, oh, we'll get there. Oh, we'll get there. Tom's ask her questions. Okay, there's a game y'all like to play. Yes. We're going to play it. Okay. Okay. Tell us what it is. Okay. It's called Had It or Hit It. Okay. So we're going to list something if you've had it with it or if you really love it and you'd hit it. We want to hear y'all's comments too because you're funnier. Okay. People with separate Instagram accounts for their pets, had it or hit it? Hit it. You like it? Oh, and you, miss. I've had it. I've had it. Listen, I love my cat, Holly, so much. I like to talk about her in all my spare time. I like to show strangers her picture. Right. But I want to protect her privacy. (laughs) I am not going to put her out there for any old creep. Have you ever, any old creep, have you ever looked at someone's uh, puppy, like Insta? No, do you like their puppy? Hit it. I'm, I'm totally in. Thank I'm you. Not. I like thank animals. You, thank you. you like animals and you all don't? Okay. No, I like right. animals Okay. What's I don't the need next to put one? them on Insta. <laughs> okay, okay, next. I don't protect your sons. Next. Had it, I, well, my dogs are my biological <laughs> children, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Had it or hit it, voice memos. I love a voice memo. Really? Hit. Hit, 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 we love really? it. You know why? Because one time, one time. <laughs> Twice. Just, tw- well, okay, once for me, bragging. once for you. Oprah left us a thing. No, so we saved why. it. Yes. And now we have no, it. And now we have it. And it's not a voicemail that you might delete. Continue. Had it. Okay, not that we're showing you. One, 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 okay. one more. Had it or hit it. Neighborhood Facebook groups. Had it. 
had it. It's oh, just nosy people. The worst. No, and you know what else we've had it with? Those text chains with all the moms. No, oh, thank you. How do you get off? The power moms are the worst. worst. You know, this is a huge problem. It's a power grandstanding. Moms. They're showboating. They're grandstanding. They're trying to outbake everybody. I've had it. I've worst. had it up to. They've, we've already been to school. Why right. are we up at the school hanging out? I don't care if the teachers think I'm great. We're done. Yeah, I don't have any desire to go back to school I and totally drop the kids off and leave. Why are they up there? Why what are, are they, they doing? Also, the text messages <laughs> just make you for, for, feel bad. Right. You've forgotten a million things. Yes. And they blow up your phone. Therefore, okay. you're not paying attention to your own children. Right, because you're trying to answer all these texts. <laughs> they don't matter. My favorite part is she said, what are you still doing there? <laughs> Drop your kid off and leave. They're grandstanding. Yes, I'm dying. Okay, wait. We want to be friends with when is your Wait, when's your tour? Okay, We so, can't say the name of it on TV. No, okay. we cannot, but you can go. Go to our Instagram at I've Had It, and we have new tour dates. So next month, we're going to Atlanta, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., and then the month after that will be New York, Toronto, and Chicago. Oh, New York, will you all come back here and make us laugh? Yes, yes. We might even get you some tickets. Okay, okay, we're coming. Okay. And y'all can listen to their podcast. Oh, my God, y'all are so funny. You get why everybody loves you, Um, wherever y'all get your podcast. Coming up next, light summer shrimp skewers that are packed with flavor. (laughs) Do you like it? Have you had it or hit it with the shrimp skewers? Oh, my God, that's hilarious. How many moms have come up? This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Hey guys, Willie Geist here, reminding you to check out the Sunday Sit-Down Podcast. On this week's episode, I get together with my NBC neighbor, Jimmy Fallon, to talk about his 10 years as host of The Tonight Show, reflecting on his long career in comedy, his years at SNL, and yes, landing the biggest job in late night. A little time backstage with Jimmy Fallon. You can get our conversation now for free wherever you download your podcasts. We're back with chef and TV personality Manit Chohan, one of the chefs featured in the annual Guest Chef series from our sponsor, the Lorne Hotels in Bermuda. Manit is here to show us how to make tandoori shrimp skewers. Oh, Manit. So delicious. speaking our language. I mean, think of these wonderful flavors mm. with the pristine waters yes, of you Bermuda. Have to it's us. beautiful. Please tell us about that annual Guest Chef series. Is oh, it awesome? The Guest Chef series are amazing, mm. like incredible chefs, delicious food, mm. and Lorraine Hotel in Bermuda is amazing. Oh. It's beautiful. We've heard it's fab. Yes. Yeah. So, to make the kebabs, the first thing we do is go ahead and cut uh, the uh, vegetables, whatever vegetables you want. Mm-hmm. I have peppers and onions and mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Just make it into equal uh, cubes so yes. that it's easy to yes, skewer. Got it. Right okay. over here. Okay. Then we make a marinade, and the marinade is really simple. We start off with some yogurt. 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 Right over here. Can it be any percent? Do you uh, know what I mean? Or do you like fat. full fat? Just full do fat gives more flavor. Okay. Yeah. But if you want to uh, stay healthier, you can or use no fat. Or if you just have 2% Greek, and it's Greek, right? Or no? You can 
use regular Greek makes uh, gives Thick. the coating really nice. Yeah. What was so that ingredient you just placed? That in? was ginger garlic paste, equal amounts ginger of ginger garlic and garlic paste. blended. Ooh. There is some tandoori masala which you can get mm, at any of, of the regular grocery stores. Some fenugreek uh, herbs. This is uh, again you can get it online or mm -hmm. at any of the Indian okay. stores. Wonderful smoky flavor to okay. it. Okay. So you mix it and then you go ahead. So that's and your marinade. It's thick. It's like a thick yeah. marinade, right? And shrimp is great, but you can use any protein. Mm. Right. Mm. Chicken. Chicken. Oh, so you stick beef, everything in there. Everything in there. Mm -hmm. So you leave the tail on the shrimp. You like yes, it like that? Okay. Absolutely. All right. So you mix that all together. Mix it all together. Put it on skewers right uh -huh. over here. Look at this. So you skew it up. And now we're going to put it on the grill. Do on you the mind? grill. Go for it. Absolutely. Add uh, a little salt. Yes. So Just hear the sizzle. I love that sizzle. So let me ask you this, because the veggies probably take longer to cook than the fish. So how do you do that? The, the way shrimp, you I mean. cut the vegetables, just make sure that... That they are They're thin. Cut, they are thin. Ah. So then they cook at an equal, equal pace. pace. Oh, okay. wow, that's smart. Good tip. Okay. And then along with this, we are going to be serving this really delicious chutney. It's a I tomato love chutney. chutney. I love chutney. Tomato Mango chutney. chutney I love mango. too. Oh, you can actually also use mango in place okay. of tomatoes. Okay. So right over here, we have some oil. We are going to go ahead and put some five spice, Indian five spice okay. called Panchpuran. Once the spices start to dance, they have to dance. That's Kicking. when they are yes. uh, releasing the true potential. We put in the tomatoes. Beautiful. Some brown sugar, mm -hmm. some white vinegar, add some spice with some chilies right over Ooh, here. So make it, give it a little kick, huh? Kick and some salt. And stir voila. That's your chutney. How long oh, does that you. need thank to cook you, down so for? Until it's nice and jammy Jam. around 15 minutes. Jammy. Mm. But this is, I mean, we, we had grills. I was there over the 4th of July weekend at the Lorraine. Mm -hmm. Bermuda is mm. gorgeous. And just imagine all of this delicious food, chefs from all over the country going for the chef series. Mm. It's absolutely amazing. That chutney. This is delicious. And that yes. shrimp is so mm -hmm. good. Isn't it? Mm. Thank you so, so much. Mm -hmm. It's so yummy. Thank you, thank you. To get thank the recipe, you. go to todaygot.com slash food. A big, big thank you to the Loren Hotels. The Guest Chef Series is going on right now through August the 27th. 27th. Yes. Yes. Thank you so That's much, Minnie. Awesome. Coming up next, y'all, my book club is in session. So if you've been reading along, author Tao Tai is here. You're not going to want to miss it. Check it out. Back now with author Tao Tai, whose debut novel, Banyan Moon, is this month's Read with Jenna book club pick. Okay, it's one of my favorite books. I love it. If you have not read it, it's not too late. It's a beautiful story about three generations of Vietnamese women. Take a look. Anne Tran's life is perfectly choreographed. She has a successful career, a charming boyfriend, and a beautiful lake house. But a positive pregnancy test and a betrayal change everything. When her beloved grandmother passes away, Anne's forced to return home to her estranged mother and a house that carries generations of family secrets. Spanning from 1960s Vietnam to the present-day swamplands of the Florida coast, Banyan Moon is a story of mothers and daughters, of what we pass down to the next generation, and what we choose to leave behind. Okay, Oof. that was, by the way, beautiful. If that trailer doesn't make you want to read it, I don't know what will. <laughs> we also want to say hello to the Subtle Asian Book Club. These lovely ladies, their mission is to amplify Asian storytellers, 
By the way, this group has more than 15,000 members around the world. They've raised more than $4,000 for various nonprofits to support AAPI in that community. And they have traveled here from all over yes. the country to be part of this. So we just want to say welcome. Yo, and we're thank happy you guys for are being here. here. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So tell this book. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I've told you that. I've gushed over it. Where did the spark of the idea come from? Well, so I come from a line of very strong women. They have beautiful stories and they have this will to survive and to protect their children. And so I always wanted to pay homage to their journey and how they got here from Vietnam. But then when I became a mother, I started thinking a lot about these issues of inheritance. And as you said, what we choose to keep, what we choose to pass along. And this all kind of coalesced in Banyan Moon and the Tran women who have such a complicated and fierce love for each other. I think it's so interesting because your main character chose to show just a part of her initially. And I think a lot of people who come over as immigrants can relate to that. They're like, that's the part that I'm going to present. But the rest of this history, I'm going to tuck away. Absolutely. And one of the main characters, she um, has this very curated image. You Mm -hmm. know, she wants people to see her in a certain way. And the truth is, she is messy, but in all the most beautiful ways. Mm -hmm. And it takes her a really long time to be at home with that. And it takes a homecoming, which is sometimes what we need, right? We need to go back to where we started to find who we are now. And hear Mm -hmm. the voices of those that came before, right? Literally and figuratively (laughs) in this case. This made me miss my grandmother so much, this Mm -hmm. book. So if any of you loved your grandmothers, Mm -hmm. um, you should pick it up. Okay, now we have to get to all of you incredible women. We have questions from our book club. First up is Alexandra. I personally love this book so much, and one of my favorite elements was the Banyan House and how that in many ways represented the diaspora search for a home. Um, So my question is, did you have a Banyan House growing up, and what inspired you to include this in your story? Yeah, great question. Yeah, it's a great question. So the Banyan House is its own character. It's wild, and it's decrepit, (laughs) and it's falling apart, but it's also full of all this history. So I didn't grow up with a Banyan House. but I certainly grew up in traditions where houses meant so much. I would go down the street and look in windows and imagine what was going on behind the scenes. And so that really influenced um, the book in in this novel. And also, I grew up um, by the Ringling Museum in Sarasota, which has these huge sprawling grounds and these banyan trees. They're humongous. They are grotesque. They kind of grow out. And as a kid, you know, playing among those trees, Mm -hmm. that is really ripe for imagination. So I combined both those things into the Banyan House, which you will see very prominently featured in the book. Yeah, and Florida plays such a part that kind of lush landscape. We have have Miss Tiffany next. Hi, (laughs) Tiffany. Hi, again, we loved your book so much. And as I mentioned, Banyan Moon is a multi-generational tale detailing a family through life and also death. So we were really curious how you went about navigating the different experiences and emotions since all the characters are of different ages and backgrounds. Absolutely. So the voice that came to me the clearest was Min's. She's the grandmother. She is very assertive and opinionated. And that was just such a fun character to write, you know, because she says a lot of the things you're not supposed to say. So I loved that about her. But then the more I wrote the book, the more the other women's voices started coming in. And I was thinking a lot about their struggles and how they would interpret the same events. It's kind of like a kaleidoscope. You know, you see the image, but then with one twist, it becomes something totally different. So I love loved playing with that in the book. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it's so awesome. Okay, our final question. Zara. 
Hi. Um, we really, really loved the book. Like, we couldn't put it down. And while we were reading it, we were thinking about Asian culture, how it tends to favor um, male figures yeah. in their household. But, which we loved, your book <laughs> flipped the script and put women at the forefront. So we were just curious, uh, why was that so important for you to explore in this book? Yeah, so I think in a lot of portrayals, we see um, the the Vietnamese-American man as sort of the head of the household. But that was never the case for my family. <laughs> my family, um, the voices were from the women, and they would make a lot of the decisions. And yeah. I remember being in the kitchens, and my grandmother, my aunt, my mother, they would exchange gossip and tell a history and um, exchange their recipes, too. And it was just this beautiful melody, and there was something so intimate and powerful about these experiences. And also when you talk about the Vietnam War, a lot of times you see the heroism of the soldiers, the men in combat, but there there yeah. was heroism happening at home too. Yeah. It's the quieter work of yeah. raising children, of surviving. And I thought that was so important to bring to the forefront in Banyan Moon. Oh, wow. you guys, Banyan Moon. Awesome. Didn't you love it so much? Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, you guys did so good. Uh, they on TV and asking your yeah. questions. <laughs> you did a very Good job. Okay, it's not too late, you guys. If you have not read Banyan Moon, check it out. Go to day.com slash read with Jenna. Um, and if you're in New York right now, by the way, Tao will be across the street signing oh, cool. books at the NBC stores at 11 a.m. You have five minutes. Yeah, hurry. Go, go, hurry. go. Hurry, go, go. Bring all your friends. <laughs> all right. Um, we and thank you, thank you, thank we you. We'll be back right after this. Thank you so much. All right, before we wrap up, why don't we look at a few more of Miles' pictures? He took some behind-the-scenes photos look. for us. Oh, wow. Good capture. Miles. Right mid-bite. Always eating. These oh are God. awesome. These are really good. Thank you, thank you, wow. Miles. Miles, you're, you're a You're so talented. Yo, and tomorrow we have Alejandra Ramos. She's making Way to go. empanadas. And you're going to get to... We're going to talk with our DIY queen coming up. Bye. That's <laughs> We're not sure what's happening. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com.